Your neighbor tells you about the unstable man in the cul-de-sac who claims to have been abducted by aliens. And then there's the woman in town who claims to see Bigfoot all the time. Your boss, who you greatly admire, confides in you that he has started speaking with his wife daily when he gets home from work. She died eight years ago. It's hard to believe this stuff, and you write these stories off as overactive imaginations. Are these people seeking attention, or are they a bit unstable? No matter what you think, if you're like me, you walk away wondering, what if that was true? The What If It's True podcast features stories by ordinary people like you and me. Something has happened to them, something so strange they are in agony unless they tell others. My name is Cameron Buckner, and the What If It's True podcast is available at whatifitstruepodcast.com and on all available podcast apps. Do you want to help spread the fear? Check out our brand new merch on our website or planetfearmerch.com, where you can find t-shirts, hoodies, stickers, and more. Also, be sure to check back often, as we will be offering limited time exclusive designs on our merch. So get yours today and represent on Planet Fear. The world is a fearful place. We are surrounded by people and things that would do us harm. Some walk among us every day, while others lurk in the shadows, a threat unknown. Join us as we discuss all of the things that frighten us most, from the paranormal and unknown to the true and horrific crimes committed by our very own kind. With Matt Knapp and Lauren Smith on Planet Planet Fear. We've covered a couple serial killers on Planet Fear. But the serial killers that we've talked about, it's always after the fact. But rarely do we get to talk about a serial killer case as it's happening. I don't really recall hearing about too many serial killer cases in my lifetime as they were happening. I mean, like, if you want to count the Unabomber as a serial killer... Yeah. Uh, I remember hearing that one, of course. Mm -hmm. But otherwise, you don't really hear about them. They keep it pretty hush-hush. Yeah. Well, you've made the comment before that, you know, back in the day, they would give them names, and it was this Mm -hmm. big thing, and then they quit doing that because they didn't want the facts to get out because we've seen how that ended on the Night Stalker and everything. So the case we're talking about today is in progress as we speak in Little Rock, Arkansas. Little Rock, Arkansas. (laughs) Little Rock is hosting a serial slasher. (laughs) I like how you use the word hosting there. (laughs) Come to Little Rock. Home of the serial slasher. Pick as many victims as you want. (laughs) That's terrible. So the Little Rock Police Department says that they have a perp who is wanted in multiple knife attacks that apparently occurred at random between August 2020 and April 2021. Now, just a reminder for everybody, the definition of a serial killer is typically a person who murders three or more people, usually in service of abnormal psychological gratification, with the murders taking place over more than a month and including a significant period of time in between them. 
he qualifies. Well, what was interesting, Little Rock is kind of, I don't know if you're familiar with this older HBO documentary that was titled Bangin' in Little Rock, (laughs) (laughs) which was about the the gang scene at the time in Little Rock, Arkansas. (laughs) But Little Rock, Arkansas is a a town (laughs) that is pretty violent. It it, ha- it has its fair share of homicides. Put it this way. Whenever I travel east, I pick the route that doesn't go through Little Rock. Wise choice. Yeah. Um, but whenever I first heard about this, I was like, Rock. <laughs> that's what it was called. <laughs> <sighs> now, I've really got to find that documentary. You've got to see it. But I just thought, you know, like at first mm-hmm. I was like, oh, OK, look. People get stabbed in Little Rock yes. all the time. Yeah. As a matter of fact, they just arrested a guy for stabbing someone in Little Rock like this past week. Right. And I was like, oh, they caught... No, they didn't. Okay. But then, whenever you read the details that yes. they've released, not including whatever they haven't released... Right. We've done enough shows about serial killers at this point where I was like, oh, yeah, that guy's a serial killer. This fits. It fits <laughs> yeah. the definition. Yeah. This is not just gang violence Mm-mm. or regular crime of Little Rock, which is pretty bad pretty bad pretty bad there have been multiple stabbings four to be exact three of which were deadly Mm -hmm. the attacks were centered around little rocks midtown area and the assaults occurred between 1 a.m and 6 30 a.m so if you're out on the streets at that time i feel like you're probably up to no good but maybe that's just me being you know, I making mean, assumptions. I've spent some time in the hood. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, you know, it's not uncommon uh, to see people walking the streets at that hour. Um, however, typically, mm-hmm. they are up to no good mm-hmm. <laughs> and don't have a car. I mean, I try not to judge, but also- Maybe they were just... <laughs> really early morning late night joggers probably not reason number 759 why i I don't jog actually if you look at the ages they probably weren't (laughs) (laughs) so we have august 24th larry mcchristian age 64 was stabbed to death at 2200 south gaines street nearly a month later Jeff Welch, age 62, was fatally stabbed at 4218 West 12th Street. The police said he had puncture wounds to his neck. The third knife attack unfolded on April 11th when a 43-year-old woman sustained more than a dozen stab wounds after she was attacked at 1906 South Pulaski Street. She survived the attack, according to investigators. The next day, the body of a homeless man was found on Wright Avenue. It didn't say the age of the homeless man, but going off of these, I'm guessing he was older. This guy doesn't go after young bucks. Uh, No. Uh, Easier targets. That doesn't necessarily mean anything about the perp. Mm -mm. Uh, However, uh, something interesting to note, the first killing happened at 1 Mm a.m., the second at 2 a.m., the third stabbing where the woman survived happened at 3 a.m., but she survived. Mm -hmm. And then the next night, another guy gets stabbed at 6.30 in the morning. Kind of like how 
little Richie Ramirez, mm-hmm. whenever he botched a killing, he right. would have to get that fix. He would have to yeah. get it done and kind of go outside the norm, outside of his pattern. Yep. Uh, it seems like that might be the case here, too, although it's really early to say that. Mm-hmm. But that just kind of stood out to me. It was yeah. kind of weird that one, two, three, six thirty, and only a day apart. Right. But clearly, that's enough right there to say, like, yeah, this is a serial killer. To me, it is. Because, I mean, and you know the police have done their due diligence. Like, this isn't, right. you know, a couple different guys that decided to stab people. They, This is the same person right. doing this. So, police have released surveillance camera footage of the alleged assailant. In grainy black and white video footage, which is not dated, an individual can be seen pacing back and forth across the street in what appears to be a residential neighborhood. And then a second recording shows what appears to be the same person crossing a street past a stop sign. They said the suspect in question is possibly a black male with a slender build, six foot tall. That's all they've got. Yeah. Or all they're saying. Oh, yeah. They have their crime hotline set up, basically. Mm -hmm. So if you have tips on who you think this is, and you can go look at the website and see if you recognize anything about the person, they have, you know, you can call in tips or you can go to the website. Now, they're offering a $20,000 reward for this. Yeah. And the first 24 hours they posted it, they had over 50 tips, which is not uncommon. No. You know, people want the money, but it, you know, it's tips le- leading to an arrest. And that 50 tips was through calls and emails. It's also kind of interesting that they are offering a sizable reward that quickly into this. And yeah. um, that's not really something you see very no. often because it kind of gives the killer yeah, like an ego. Right. And every news article that I looked up that I can remember that I can think of had the hotline number at the bottom, Mm -hmm. you know, or someplace to contact somebody if you had information about this guy. Like they really want to stop this guy. They do not want to be known for anything else bad because, yeah. So just in case you live in Little Rock or around there and you do have a tip, the number is 501-371-371. 4636 or you can go to asklrpd at littlerock.gov good information yes in a and another thing this is what ramps it up for me so we have that the cops think this is a serial killer and it's not just gang violence or just regular crime so it's already kind of serious they're offering a twenty thousand dollar reward we're like okay this is legit just ramp that up a little the fbi is helping yeah. Specifically, the Behavioral Analysis Unit, BAU. Yeah, the FBI is co-signing on this, that it is, in fact, a serial killer. Yes. So that's when, to me, shit just got real. Yeah. The FBI BAU is helping out. They're doing multimedia support, helping to clean up photos and videos to catch the assailant. Now, there is also something going on... I apologize for not doing my due diligence here, (laughs) but apparently there were some stabbings that took place in Hot Springs, Arkansas, Mm -hmm. that on social media people were starting rumors that, oh, the killer's moved to Hot Springs, and he's... Those cases are not connected, according to the police and the FBI. Those were just false rumors. As far as they know of, 
this guy is in that part of Little Rock, and he hasn't moved on. Yeah, they they did put out the statement. They said, you know, uh, you know, despite claims on social media, mm-hmm. these are not connected to other parts of the state. There have been 22 homicides in Little Rock in 2021 so far. Jeez. That's a lot. That's a lot. You know, to, I don't know. That's just crazy to me. But anyway, so and then you have these three killings four attacks. That could ramp up easily. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about, you know, this is happening in a poorer part of town. Right. Uh, these were lone individuals when they were attacked. The guy is most likely on foot with yeah. a knife. He's not going to stand out in this scenario right there's not going to be witnesses you know there's a lot of reasons why they want to catch this guy in a hurry and i mean he's like you said he's attacking the at-risk population Mm -hmm. so city police increased their surveillance of the neighborhood and they dispatched additional uniformed and plainclothes officers to the area he said the officers were also actively engaging the neighborhood's at-risk populations in an attempt to spread awareness about the attacks. You know, whenever I was younger, we had a lake house, and there was just this road that we used to take to get to the grocery store in town whenever we'd have to go in and pick up groceries. And there was this rock house that we'd always pass by. We never knew anything about it, but at some point... Uh, we found out that it, a little old lady had lived there, an elderly woman by herself. She had, you know, lived there forever. Mm-hmm. And a young man from the nearby town uh, considered her an easy target. He was a drug addict. And he went to rob her and look for prescription drugs, I believe. But it was really scary he stabbed her like a ridiculous amount of times an absolute ridiculous amount of times it was very violent and you know you've talked about how uh, stabbings are very intimate it's you know Mm -hmm. to choose that as your weapon yeah and like the the one victim here uh the the second victim i believe uh was stabbed in the neck Mm -hmm. multiple times uh the woman was stabbed over a dozen times. Yeah. These are violent attacks. Very violent. And, you know, he's, again, he's not, you know, preying on frat girls or frat girls, sorority (laughs) girls and frat boys. And, and, you know, he's not. He's not going after the star football player. (laughs) Yeah. This is, he's going after the people that he can pick off easily. Yeah. The weak ones. I'm guessing he's trying to blend in when he's not doing that. And he he probably is. (laughs) He probably is. So as this is an ongoing case, we don't have a lot of information. Like we just have what we've given you here, basically, because it's ongoing. You know, hopefully they catch the guy and then we will have more information. I mean, it's surprising to me that they have even used the word serial killer. Yeah. Um, But... Like you said, you know, it is ongoing. You can't expect much information to be put out there because law enforcement wants to use some of the details for their case. Right. And it also comes into play during interrogations 
because people right. will claim that they're the killer when they're not, whatever sense that makes. <laughs> but by keeping some of these details quiet, they can find out if the person's telling the truth about being the killer, if they've got the right person, it helps build their case. Mm -hmm. And you don't want to build up this person's ego any more than you have to. No. The less you talk about it, the better. But it's a double-edged sword because you need the public's help to find this person and turn them in. And you have to give information out to do that. But in all of this darkness, there is a glimmer of hope. A superhero emerges from the shadows. Shadow Vision vows to take down the Little Rock Slasher. I can honestly say, <laughs> without any doubt, this is the only case I have ever heard of in my life where there is actually a comic book hero style vigilante on the case. Yes. Yeah. Shadow vision. Shadow vision. Um, a man has taken it upon himself to rid Little Rock of this evil slasher. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying. Hold on. Okay. It's difficult. It's, it's really it is very hard. difficult. And I hope everyone understands that it's difficult. Okay. While it is a very serious matter, it's not every day that a masked vigilante is running around with a sworn oath to bring a serial killer to justice one way or the other. So, Shadow Vision. He has a Facebook page. You should go look at it. He has 4,444 fans. Now, I just want to paint a picture for you in case you don't go look at it, which it's your loss if you don't, honestly. Just trust. Should Shadow Vision find the slasher? Here's what it would look like. Okay. He has a steel helmet, a bulletproof chest and back plates, shoulder pads, fanged arm cuffs he uses to catch himself on downhill slides he says handcuffs two steel size strapped to his thighs and two katanas that ride on his back his words not ours yes <laughs> uh, i have a different version uh my own interpretation of his outfit is a little bit different I would call it a paintball set of armor. Um, it's bulletproof, Matt Quinn. <laughs> flea market size. Uh, we've got some bush machetes on our back hanging via robe hooks that one might find on the bathroom door. <laughs> Forgot about the robe hooks. Oh, God. <laughs> what? I'm just saying that's I what they are. About those. I mean, when you're a vigilante, they don't just have a vigilante superhero store. Where they sell the stuff Batman had to make his own gear. This guy is just like a broke-ass Batman. <laughs> you know? You gotta okay. do what you gotta do. So, <laughs> I forgot about the robe hooks. You know, I give him points that the handcuffs don't have fur on them. That is true. I'm, I'm pretty proud. Those okay. are legit handcuffs that he carries around on his belt. Yes. Yes. I. <laughs> he doesn't even have like a, a handcuff. No clip or holster it's like it's They're tucked just dangling in there. his pants okay so shadow vision 
I just love saying Shadow Vision. We don't know his real name. You know, he, <laughs> that, he keeps his, his secret identity. <laughs> Shadow Vision's origin story. There was no radioactive spider bite, no traumatic family homicides. He was born this way. Shadow Vision came here from Scotland eight years ago, which explains his unusual speech pattern in his videos. He made his home in North Little Rock because he felt a calling. I heard everybody here was losing hope, so I decided to head out here and start helping, he says. So he brought his martial arts skills and his impressive superhero kit and marked out his patrol area, which is usually confined to North Little Rock. Photos on his Facebook page show him standing vigil at the Argenta Plaza and also beside the fountain drink dispenser at what appears to be the come-and-go on JFK. <laughs> Sometimes... He even teams up with other superheroes. Are you poking the bear? Yes. He teams up with fellow Little Rock, North Little Rock defenders, master legend, and anti-hero. But for the most part, Shadow Vision works alone. He walks 80 miles a week, keeping him in fighting shape. If I thought for a second he would get anywhere near the actual serial killer... I would worry about this guy becoming a victim. I worry about him becoming a victim because of where he walks 80 miles a week or whatever. He does. I've watched his videos. He just walks around the hood at night. So for eight years since, since coming from Scotland, allegedly, Shadow Vision has walked among Little Rock residents. He stays quiet. He avoids the limelight. Not, not very well, apparently. But he wants the River Cities to take some comfort in knowing he's always on duty. However, he has issued a threat to the serial slasher. He says, when I find you, I will show you what I do to serial killers. I am hunting you right now. The little captions under the photos that he told the person who wrote this article. This one is a back shot of him, and it says... My katanas are always out of the way, but easily accessible. I mean, just imagine, if you will, him reaching over his shoulder, reaching in his blind spot for the blade of the katana. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, stab, stab, stab. I mean, come on. Come on. You are severely <laughs> underestimating his epic martial arts skills mm -hmm. and his shoulder spikes. That he uses for downhill slides. What is a downhill slide? <laughs> you know, when you're sliding off a roof because a bad guy's chasing you or something? I don't know. Why is he on the roof? <laughs> Shadow Vision vows to try to catch this serial <laughs> slasher. And he says, all I can say is, he can either turn himself in or I will hunt him. Up until recently, Shadow Vision was looking for a superhero mobile. He, <laughs> he states... A Scion XD is what I'm after. They're agile, and they can take turns at a high speed. He says with a straight face behind his mask. <laughs> a Scion XD. Yep. It's like a tiny minivan. He's got to put his crew in there, Matt. Yeah, his whole Master crew. Legend and Master Legend and Tothian and whatever that other one was. And whoever else plays D&D &D with them on the weekends. Listen, I just think they need a chick in their crew and I am volunteering for the job. I bet there's a mostly, lot of chicks that would. Mostly just so they could meet a chick. 
I'm, I mean, no offense, but I think that I could pull off like a Xena warrior princess outfit pretty well. I mean, okay. So the guy, I mean, he's not fat, he's skinny, you know? So like if he does get his steps in every night, 80 miles or whatever a week or whatever it says he does, <laughs> you know, and keeps him in tip top fighting condition. Mm-hmm. Sure. Why not? He, he looks spry. Master Legend, however, isn't walking no 80 miles. Master Legend probably has a vehicle. Master Legend... He's not sharing. ...is an older fat man with long hair. (laughs) So, on his Facebook page, Shadow Vision does uh, live videos and such, and he has quite the following. So, (laughs) Shadow, (laughs) Shadow Vision... He walks, we already know he walks 80 miles a week, and he gets stopped wherever he goes to have people take pictures with him and thank him for his service. Yeah. So, I mean, (laughs) the world needed a hero, and he stepped up to the plate, Matt. It's funny, though, because on his videos, whenever he's out with his crew, crew, his team, sidekicks, whatever they are. Avengers. They keep on, like, (laughs) trying to get on camera and pitch their own Facebook pages and social media <laughs> accounts. They're like, I have a Facebook page too. <laughs> and then they'll like try to spill out the address to it real fast and he'll like put the camera back on him. Oh my God. It It's great. It's cringy. It's very cringy. They spent a lot of time at the gas station. So Shadow Vision and the Arkansas Avengers, you can find them on Facebook. I don't think they have an Instagram. Why do I think that's going to become a comic book now? The Arkansas Avengers? I feel like it should. It should. They, they wear lots of black in their costumes. But he is a vision of a shadow, so <laughs> it makes sense that his entire costume is black. Unlike Master Legend, who does mix it up a little bit, but wears the black rain boots. Yeah. The, yeah, the lower half of his attire is Wellington's. I'm I'm not sure Galoshes is the best choice for a superhero. Can you imagine what he sounds like running after the perp? He does. <laughs> he does not run after the perp. No, he jumps in the Batmobile. Go get him, Shadow Vision. <laughs> we got your back, man. Okay. And then the other guy who just put on a trench coat and some hiking boots and, and carries a, like a broomstick. He's like, I want to be like Van Helsing, but not. <laughs> yeah. Shadow Vision says. Money isn't really what he's after. He wants safety from the serial killer that has Little Rock on edge. He says, I really do not want any reward. I want him off the streets. One way or another, he will be. At that, Shadow Vision turned and walked down Bishop Lindsay Avenue, disappearing into the shadows. But he does want a psionics day. <laughs> I'm surprised he doesn't have, like... Smoke bombs and stuff <laughs> to like, poof, <laughs> disappears into the darkness. You know, you know that viral thing where people hold up a blanket and then run. Yeah, and freak their dogs out. Yeah. He like throws something that way. He's like, what is that? And he and does that runs. to Master Legend. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm going to stop knocking him for a little bit because yeah, this guy is in the hood of Little Rock. Which is scary, primarily black and scary, and he is very obviously kind of a redneckish white guy. Maybe Spanish. not a redneck, but like he's kind very of very Caucasian. 
very small town southern white guy. Mm-hmm. And he is on foot, dressed like this, with Master Legend in tow, <laughs> walking around all night long through the hood. There are some places where that probably wouldn't fly. But my point is, his heart does seem to be genuinely in the right place. Like, he he takes himself very seriously, it seems. And he is putting himself out there, and he's kind of spreading a good message. It's just the part... Is he, though? Well, see, that's the thing. So, everybody keeps saying, including him and his sidekicks... That the cops know him, they know all about him, and they're okay with him. Should that be okay? Because he does carry around weapons on his back. They probably feel sorry for him, Matt. They're like, aww. But, like, what if he thinks that somebody's a serial killer? I mean, I get it, but... I mean, that shouldn't... Well, they've, they've probably watched his videos and then met him and realized that he's not much of a threat, so... I just don't think it should be okay... I, th- I, I don't would think be... they should support it so much. I'm more worried about his safety than the serial slashers. Safety. Well, no, no, no. I'm not talking about the serial slashers well, safety. Or other civilians. I'm more worried about his safety because... Um... So can we talk about the comments <clears throat> on that article? Can, can we? Well, yes. And I would like to point out that generally the comments are positive. Yes. So most of the comments on his live videos, on his pictures, whatever, they're usually positive. Unlike our comments on our <laughs> podcast. Oh. Okay. <clears throat> One of his sidekicks posted on there in response to <laughs> these people who were saying he's a fraud. Tothian. Mm-hmm. He says, he's for real. I've, pa- I've patrolled with him many times now, and the people he meets like him, and they're very glad he's out there. Even the police are glad he's out there. But Butthole Surfer comes back with, you're a domestic abuser. What? That's first, a bold claim. First of all, it's random, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Tothian responds back to Butthole Surfer's claim, I abuse all evil, foreign and domestic, period. And then comes back again and corrects himself. I abuse all evil doers, foreign and domestic, period. Which I'm sorry, but I want that on a shirt. In response to being called a domestic abuser. Domestic abuser. <laughs> I abuse all evil, foreign and domestic. That is awesome. Like, that is the best, first of all, the best comeback. Second, the best, like, superhero tagline motto i'm gonna get it on a shirt i am or the worst comeback ever. no pretty sure it's the best <laughs> i'm pretty sure the dude was completely clueless with what butthole surfer had just called which by the way butthole surfer i'm going to assume took that moniker after the band yeah and not any other reason we don't that know. would be inappropriate we're not judging we don't know your life i abuse all evil matt foreign and domestic <laughs> and my own evil whenever the night gets long and lonely. (laughs) Now, in case you think that this guy... Is a noob. Is a noob. His service record is impressive, but unverifiable. As all 
vigilantes should be. I mean, I mean, I mean the Punisher. I'm just yeah. saying. So, according to Shadow Vision, he says, "I've stopped a couple of armed robberies, and I've exterminated his word two serial killers." We haven't heard about those incidents, he says, because simply they they happened long ago. Yeah, he should have said, you're welcome. (laughs) I mean, maybe that's why the cops are supportive, because they've verified that information. And they're like, hey, he might be able to take out this serial killer. I kind of hope that Tulsa gets its own serial killer and maybe Shadow Vision will move over here. You could do it. Mm, I'll be your sidekick. No, you could be my sidekick. Whenever I was a little kid, I thought about it. No, I think you could do it. But now I'm more of a master legend type physique. Matt, listen, I have an idea. You know Carmen Sandiego? Uh, Yeah, but I don't know where she's at. Okay, I'll give you one for that. But listen, so like I could be like Carmen Sandiego and you could be my tech guy and like tell me where to go to fight the bad guys. Or you could be Dora the Explorer and I could be Backpack. I'm just saying I could go fight crime and you could like have me live on Bluetooth and GPS and like be like, all right, turn right here and go kill the guy. You know, like it'd be badass. You're missing out on a golden opportunity here. No, I get what you're saying. And I get to wear like a cat suit and it's a win-win for all of us. I'm all on board except for the part where you fight crime. I don't understand why. I am small, but I am full of rage. Do you have all that Scottish martial arts experience? Like Shadow Vision? Look, all I'm saying is Tulsa needs a vigilante, and here I am. And it's it's funny. You know, we were talking before this show. When you think of, like, a serial killer, you just don't think of Arkansas. But yet, this is the second time we've done a show on an Arkansas serial killer. Yeah, but even larger than that, mm-hmm. when you think of vigilantes and superheroes, you don't think of Arkansas. But yet, here we are. But yet, here we are. We just want to say from the Planet Fear team, good luck, Shadow Vision. Good luck on your quest. Sorry we made fun of your robe hooks and little rock can sleep a little safer tonight knowing that shadow vision is roaming the streets watching over them on planet fear on planet fear be sure to check out our website planetfearpodcast.com for links to our social media contact information and our latest episodes you can also find us on your favorite podcast platform be sure to follow us give us that five-star rating or hit the like button to let us know you enjoy the show.